Good morning. This is the segment we like to call the South Florida Fantasy Football League Update and Review. Uh, this is South Florida Fantasy Football League. It's been one of the oldest fantasy leagues probably in the United States. We go back 25 years. Uh, we started, who knows when, back before computers, <laughs> where we use the USA Today as a scorekeeper. Um, the trophy um, is the Kevin Bagdoyan Trophy, who was the inaugural winner of South Florida Fantasy Football League many, many years ago. <clears throat> as you may or may not know, he passed away last year uh, from uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. We miss him dearly. He's in all of our thoughts, and uh, he's been a big part of this since uh, we started a long, long time ago. But anyway, get you up to speed. We're in week 11, and um, we have three divisions, 12 teams. Uh, I won't go over the scoring system. That's going to bore everybody to death, including me. Um, but we have Stan's Club, which is uh, owned by Mo Eastman, Steve Chris, CFL, uh, Dead Kennedys, uh, Mr. Craig Sarinsky and Vodka Vipers, who is uh, the owner of Joe Dietrich. So anyway, we'll go over the East first. It's easier to break it down in segments. Um, Stan's Club's in first place at seven and three. CFL and CFL's six and four. They're uh, second place. Dead Kennedys are four and six, and Vodka Vipers are three, six, and one. So, as you probably know, this is week 11. We have one more week of one-on-one, and Magical Week 13 would be the double week where we play two opponents, completes our 14-game season, and then we're able to uh, determine who's in the playoffs, and we'll do a segment on the playoffs uh, soon enough. So anyway, in the Central Division, we have a team called the Rough Riders, owned by Mr. James Ruciano. And, of course, the legendary uh, Wayne McLeod of Porn Stars. They're tied for first place in the Central Division at 7-3. We have War Pigs, one of our inaugural uh, owners, Mr. Joe Fusco. He's in third place at 5-4-1 in Luca Brazzi. Mr. Kent Bernaducci, who's been with us a long, long time. He's having a tough season this year. Um, He's 1-7-2. But once again, he's been a loyal... uh, participant and uh, he's just having an off year I've had them too Kent so no worries anyway in the west we have the Maulers which is uh, Mr. Jim Mays he's the uh, owner he's kind of like the uh, Baltimore slash Indianapolis Colts or maybe the Cleveland Browns I don't know but he's been with us for a while Uh, the fucktards which is uh, Kevin Ford Uh, he's six and four I don't know if I mentioned it but um um, all is Jim's doing very well. He's dating too. But in second place is Fucktards. He's six and four. Um, Mr. Ken Ford. He's a business associate, if I'm not mistaken, with uh, Craig Sorensky. Um, great attitude. You can tell by the name of his team that uh, he really takes us serious. So anyway, we have Chico in third place. Mr. Alex Figueroa. Uh, I've owned a team with him before. He's a big Raider fan. Just win baby. Um, he's four and six, number three in the Western Division, and obviously uh, he needs a couple of big wins here coming up in the next couple of weeks in order to uh, make it to the big dance tournament. And of course, the, replay, the replacements, Mr. Ben Grover. Never had the pleasure of meeting him, 
Uh, right now, he is 0-10. So he's having a tough season, but uh, so aren't the Cincinnati Bengals. So we'll, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> so anyway. Um, okay, so let's get into uh, who's playing who this weekend. Because the matchups are really what it's all about. Um, as mentioned, uh, Fucktards, which are 6-4, and four, they need a win. And uh, playing us, Stan Club, which is owned by uh, Mr. Moe Eastman, is 7-3. It's a good uh, matchup. Um, according to the prognosticators, it's 51-49. The win probability favoring um, Fucktards a little bit. Um, he has Brady. We have Mahomes. Um, the running backs are pretty uh, pretty even. Um, it's going to be a, a dogfight. And, I, I, you know, in my own personal opinion, if one of these teams has a breakout star for this week, that might be the tipping point because they're so evenly matched. Um, we'll see how that pans out, and that should be an interesting matchup. Uh, we also have, in our second matchup, we have uh, Maulers, 8-2, uh, and two. And they're playing against CFL. Maulers, like I said, are 8-2. and two. They certainly need a win. If they're playing for uh, the first round by in the playoffs, it looks like a lock. Once you get to eight wins, it's a lock anyway. And, of course, they're playing CFL. Uh, they're 6-4. and four. You know, they're in uh, second place in the East. And uh, if they win, they have to keep pace. Obviously, it's going to come down to tiebreakers. And either one of those teams... Uh, could use that win in order to uh, satisfy their own interests. Um, Luca Bracci is playing Chico. This is another uh, matchup that we have. Uh, Chico, four and six. If he stays in the hunt, gets closer to 500, that week 13 would be pivotal for him. Um, as I mentioned before, Luca Bracci um, is kind of taking it on the chin this year at 1-7-2. And... Um, he could be a spoiler if he uh, plays his cards right. Uh, another interesting matchup we have, the fourth of six uh, teams we have playing, is the War Pigs at 5-4-1. Uh, that tie could be the tipping point going either way for uh, Joe. He's playing in a tough division, so he needs a win to stay keep pace with uh, porn, uh, porn Stars and uh, I believe Rough Riders. And let me see, our fifth, uh, our fifth matchup is the replacements versus Porn Stars. You could say this is an easy victory for Porn Stars. Seems like Wayne always comes on strong down the stretch. Um, he's 7-3. I think he had a slow start this year at like 1-2, uh, or maybe he was at less than 500, and he's come on strong down the stretch, as he always does. And so uh, I don't know if there's going to be an upset there. Replacements scored six points on the Thursday night game. Season a whole, but he's been there before, so I don't know if that's going to be an issue. Our last game is the Rough Riders at seven and three. They want to hold their own. They're fighting for a playoff position. You know that gives them maybe the first round bye, which is a big advantage in the tournament. Playing against Vodka Vipers, three six and one. They need a win. They need to get a streak going. Um, that would be important for them, just to uh, stay in the hunt, if you will. So um, that's my take on it. I'm not going to make any predictions. Uh, we might add to this segment a little bit later in order to give you an idea of 
what we think uh, some of the key players are going to be that could affect certain matchups that we have in our league. So um, I'll be back in a minute after uh, we have a commercial break and we'll go into some of the details and hopefully uh, I'll get my co-host on the phone and we can talk about some of the details. Budweiser presents the world's first star in your own radio commercial. Okay, guys, whenever you hear this sound, insert your name. Hi there. Your name. Sorry I'm late. Sometimes there just aren't enough hours in the day to be a neurosurgeon and a swimwear model. Oh, am I thirsty. How about it? Your name. Got anything tall and cool? Oh, Budweiser long necks, though. Your name. You are so thoughtful. But of course, Bud's the first choice for every occasion. Ah, you know, I have a confession to make. If I ever had a son, I'd want to name him. Your name. Oh. Your name. Come here. Now. Mm. Your name. Your name. Your name. Well, you did very well in your first commercial. Have a bud. You've earned it. This bud's for you. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. 